Hello, Nicole. Hi, Candace. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, <laughs> Mercury is retrograde. We, you we know did what? not think that today we were going to get through recording without some mishap. And I, yeah, I'm grateful that it was just a small one. It was just a small one. So this is our second take. We I realized eight minutes in that my beautiful new mic that our gorgeous listeners, Charity and Christina, had graciously gifted me. So woot woot, check out. And I finally know how to use it now. Um, well, not fully because I finally learned how to use it, which was to plug the damn thing in. And so we were recording for eight minutes without it plugged in. But now we're back. We're here. We're back. We're on and track. I'm here we're for my recording. new recording studio, really. To I don't want to minimize it at all. It is a nice corner of my bedroom tucked under my boyfriend's dress shirts with my new microphone clipped to one of his one of his nicest ones. So Yeah, for a visual Candace is in her closet. She's in her makeshift closet mm-hmm. there in Denmark. Mm-hmm. And it's she looks cozy as fuck. Here's the thing. It's hugelit, as we would say over here. Exactly. Catch this fall vibe. But you know what? Now, the the new microphone, testing, testing, it's on. Thank you all for being so patient with our sound evolution, we'll call it. But hmm. we're, you know, we're upgrading, we're expanding, like is true for this Scorpio season. So yeah, we're, we're doing it. But we are so excited now to have it working and have this actually recorded. And to get into today's topic, so Nicole, what will we be redefining today? We are digging into the word enough. And I know that this is something that you have had a very personal experience with as of recently. Yes. And what's kind of sparked today's inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I've been pretty honest with just the healings that will happen during recording these episodes, after recording these episodes, before sometimes, because time does not matter anymore. And so this was one that came to me because earlier this week, and something, of course, I've been you know working through for a while, but earlier this week, I had this huge inner child meditation, clearing, release, reckoning experience. And a lot of it was centered around me being able to flash through moments in my life that I was acting out of the belief that I was not good enough or even just enough, plainly. I think Mm. good enough is something we will talk about later, but just enough. If you get down to the root of it, I just, I, I did things in a way to try to prove to others and sometimes myself, mostly myself, I think a lot of the time, that I was enough. And So this, because I'm continuously, of course, I just started this healing process in that regard, but it's been on my, on my mind, just, you know, enough. And how do we even quantify that? And like we say, you know, sometimes these redefinings, it's not even, (laughs) funny enough, it's not, it might not even get to a a final redefinition. Cause like for this one, for example, I We'll see what comes out today because I don't know if I really got to a new definition, but I think the most important thing is just sparking the conversation and starting and just getting it off our chest and out of our mind and dumping it and sharing it in a really compassionate and honest way, which is pretty much what we, I feel like 
my intention for this podcast has been. So exactly. That's what we're always doing. That's what we're always doing. So, so yeah, that was the inspiration for me was really just wanting to dive into it more myself and open this conversation with you and all of our listeners. Yes. I love that. I think enough. We'll get into the definitions of it, but it is one of those words that is overused and just everywhere. Like there really isn't, it has this niche in the self-development, self-esteem world. It's also a word that is just constantly utilized by so many different things because it is that quantitative word of enough. Yeah. So I say, let's get into it. What are the definitions you found? Yes. Crack this baby open. Let's crack it. It's funny that you say that it's used so much because it is when you look at it for the definitions, enough can be used as an adjective, an adverb, and a pronoun. So mm-hmm. it can it can literally be utilized and it, it's more expansive in how we utilize it in the English language at least. And so to dive in, so for an adjective to describe something, person, place, thing, you know, all that fun stuff, enough, occurring in such quantity, quality, or scope as to fully meet demands, needs, or expectations. Again, enough being occurring in such quantity, quality, or scope as to fully meet demands, needs, or expectations. Mm. So you'll, you'll hear quantity and quality a lot in these definitions. It really is a, I feel like the root of my understanding, it's a quantity. It's like, what is enough? I have enough of this for something to happen. Do I have enough for me to do this or do I not? It's like, yes or no quantitative more than what we what it's of course sprung into which is so much more intuitive elusive esoteric well it's mi- funny cuz i even feel like there is a level of that in this definition for the adjective because mm-hmm. it says quantity quality or scope so those are three all within the same area but they mm-hmm. all mean very different things right And then they also say to fully meet demands, needs, or expectations, but they don't go into whose demands, needs, or expectations. Thank you. So it's a very arbitrary girl. We're already getting to it. Thank you. Whose demands, whose needs, sweetie? (laughs) So, because we got time. (laughs) We got time, but we're going to stretch it. We will go in. Adverb. Enough. In or to a degree or quantity that satisfies or that is sufficient or necessary for satisfaction. Mm, I use that one a lot. One more again. Adverb. Enough. In or to a degree or quantity that satisfies or that is sufficient or necessary for satisfaction. Again, the question still stands. Who's bitch? Who? Right. That's, I like, I don't like that one. That is the definition I use most often when I was going through this. I was like, satisfaction Mm. is definitely a key player in what I think is enough. Mm. But then again, it's, we'll go deeper. It's like, what is he, what does it even mean to be satisfied? Exactly. Oh, girl. (laughs) Redefining satisfied. Pronoun, enough. An adequate quantity or number. Sufficiency, essentially. Like what? So like that is enough. 
And in both, I guess in both of that ways, that would be an adjective, like this is enough, but it can also be a descriptor of it to be like this quantity, this in itself is enough. We can label it now as enough. It's such a relative word. It's so relative, but I just need to get it up at the top. We can't talk about enough and not talk about one of my favorite crime thrillers of the early 2000s with Jennifer Lopez as the lead. If you have not indulged in enough ever, 2002, I believe, I would do it. I mean, it's just Juliette Lewis is also in there. It's a a tale of a woman just beating ass, getting pushed against the wall. And she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to beat ass. And what I'm going to do it with is this ass because it's Jennifer Lopez. You guys just watching up. So back to the import, the other important stuff, shall I say. The other important stuff is that enough is used so arbitrarily. And, but also when we talk about, these are the actual definitions, right? But what we're talking about in this and what we're leaning towards is what it's morphed into, which is this level that we hold ourselves to that is also equally arbitrary, and absolutely and intangible really and unquantifiable uh, truly we th- we think it, we think oh yes because that's that's the whole rat race we get into is once i receive this once i have this once i do this then i'll be enough but right. but but then you get there and then you say but now i need this and now there's this and it's just it's the latter. It's again, we go mm-hmm. back to what Sonia Renee Taylor talks about with radical self-love and capitalism. It's this ladder. And this is where I feel like this measure of enough is one of, I'm now realizing one of the steps along the ladder of internalized capitalism. Mm, absolutely. Of the internal ladder, I think this is a piece I've seen is this measure of me, again, it's the competition against others, measuring myself against others, saying what do I need in order for usually, again, someone else or something else to quantify me as enough. So that's, I think, where we've edged and that's where I know I'm working through is that like, ooh, how have I internalized this? And Mm -hmm. again, in and putting my own ladder that doesn't feel like motivation but feels like grit. How am I still climbing that inside? Yes, exactly. Like enough is – that's why it's like it's overused yet it's very defining. Right, right. Where like we – and then we make up this finish line of definement of like once we pass that finish line, we have succeeded or we have, we're satisfied bringing it back to that definition. It is. It's like it's a measurement – that I think a lot of it too, especially in the society we live in now with social media, because enough has become an, a system of measurement, yes. almost directly correlated to our self-worth as well. Mm-hmm. We start to compare ourselves and measure ourselves up to what we constantly are seeing around us and what mm-hmm. we're experiencing and placing ourselves in. And I also think a part of it too. I know for me, my personal relationship with enough often subconsciously comes back to my past and measuring myself up against my past. And so that's where a lot of us feel imposter syndrome. And like imposter syndrome is that feeling of like not being enough, not have done it, not having done enough, not being qualified, just like feeling 
this is right here is the best feeling of like, okay, I haven't really figured out this new definition of enough, but I know that the current definition of enough makes me squirm. Like mm-hmm. the fact that we all automatically put ourselves up against one another with this arbitrary scale exactly is we're climbing this ladder to nowhere. It's, it's so funny, not funny, it's completely pertinent and like shocked me. But when you were talking about you measuring yourself against the past and and also what you see, especially with social media and curated media, it's just its own thing. But this perfectly is summarized in this quote that I found from Marian Williamson. She said, in our natural state, we are glorious beings. In the world of illusion, which is, let's be honest, what we've been in, Again, mm-hmm. the veil is thinning. It's Scorpio season. The veil um, is dropping. <laughs> the veil is dropping. In the world of illusion, we are lost and imprisoned slaves. Our jailer is a three-headed monster. One head, our past. One, our insecurity. And one, our popular culture. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to snap all the way for that. I think you said it is an experience and a ground experience. It's like, yeah, we measure ourselves. We, we, we even find things, even if we're not looking outside of ourselves, we're first measuring ourselves against our past and saying, oh, what could have been or what should I have done or I'm so stupid for that or whatever. We're measuring ourselves against the past. Our own insecurity is the other thing that we're saying, oh my gosh, well, of course I'm going to measure because I could never be that person. My measuring makes sense. It's totally in, it's totally valid for me to say I'm less than that person that's making this much more than me. Of course, because why? Our popular culture has taught us that money and wealth is good and poor and, let's be honest, poor and brown is bad. We've literally mm-hmm. been raised with these types of insane, when you think about it, but very understandably believable because we've been we've been subscribing to it for so long, these types of beliefs. And then mm-hmm. we then become, I was studying about this today. It's like we become our inner punisher because we're like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's, it's a mechanism. It's like, let's punish ourselves before anybody else can. And that's what I feel like enough goes with is like, let me measure myself before anybody else can. Let me make sure that I can feel enough before I go and apply for this or before I go and talk to that person or before I do this. Let me make sure because I'm trying to protect myself from getting hurt or looking stupid or being chastised or whatever. But actually what you're doing is just making up a stupid measure to to delay your growth and the incredible expansion and learning that comes from doing and making mistakes and picking yourself back up and being humble and moving on. Yes. I think this whole idea of because when you're questioning whether or not you're enough, you're putting yourself essentially on trial. You're mm-hmm. like, okay, what what have I done? What do I deserve? What, what I don't done? I deserve because of what I have and haven't done? And what I'm feeling right now is like, it's like this huge barrier we put in front of ourselves before mm-hmm. anyone else tries to put a barrier in front of us. And we put those barriers because we've learned from the barriers we faced from external experiences. Right. And so it's, it's like the safety mechanism, and I'm doing air quotes because it's saving us from nothing, except it's just for giving happiness us extra and joy. It's giving us extra work, but it's giving us the illusion of control that we're like, it, it makes us think we're building armor when we're really building barriers. Absolutely. It's like, 
this question of whether or not whether I'm enough or not is coming back to yeah like putting that barrier up in front of yourself without even giving yourself the chance to find out if you can do anything that you really want to do because I feel like enough that question of am I enough it stops us before we can even find out (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I think there was something that was coming to me too I was reading a few articles about this and I noticed it comes up when we're often given new opportunities Uh, opportunities that are going to help us grow and evolve and thing with enough too is like why do we spend so much time on this I'm saying this to myself like why do I spend so much time on those who I see as enough how did they get there they followed a path similar to mine they went through the process of gaining confidence and gaining this self-esteem what does it do to you to know that it was different for them except for like oh okay it's different for everybody but instead we're like we compare it but they had this or this is why or this is why it's easier for me this is why it's harder for me and I think it does go into comparison but I really feel like enough when we talk about the quantity and and how much it it goes deeper into how much we value ourselves mm-hmm. inherently and this goes a lot of um, the research, which again, we'll put all of the articles that we're talking about and references in the episode notes, but I, I did a quick dive in and there was so many linking this feeling of not feeling like enough or being good enough to really, it goes back to value and it goes back to our deserving episode, which then turned into our worthiness episode. And I think it's also, it, it's this, it's the value, it's the value of ourself and Elizabeth Kujai, she talks about this as how it actually acts out in the self-fulfilling prophecy, which is this psychological pattern, which is basically you will perform in a way to prove your own, uh, your own beliefs. So it keeps, you keep affirming your own beliefs. So she says, we always perform in a way that is aligned with the way we see ourselves. And so Mm. our thinking creates our results. And the less we value ourselves and our powers, the less power we have access to. The reverse is also true. The more we value ourselves, the more power we have. And so Mm. I think that's where it's like when we're measuring ourselves as enough, it's one, that's wasting so much time and energy that we just do not have right now. It's 2020, wake up. And two, we are are fighting against ourselves by us measuring and trying to be like, "Mm, am I enough by these calculations? That's already inherently devaluing ourselves because it's like, of course we have value. Why are we fighting about this? And mm-hmm. and acting in that way just gives us more fuel and more data to use in our shit calculations about how enough we are or how valuable we are. Yes. And so I loved how she introduced this. So Mary Halton, she has an incredible TED Talk that we're going to link to called Enough is Enough, The Power of Your Inherent Value. First of all, she is just this in the video, she's this gorgeous black woman, pregnant. She looked at least like six months pregnant. Stanford grad psychologist. I was like, yes, salute, salute. But she talks about enough and inherent value. And she she starts it off by saying, by asking everybody in the talk, she says, how often do you get asked, what do you do? And feel like that question is going to determine how much attention or respect you receive. Oh, Everybody think about that. When's the last time someone's like, oh, what do you do? Or what do you do for a living? Or what what are you working at? Or what do you study? Or whatever. And you felt like that question was going to determine how much attention or respect you receive. 
That is so true. I know a huge thing as like an entrepreneur too is having that little elevator pitch, having the ability mm-hmm. to describe yourself so poignantly, quickly, and precisely in a way that catches someone into you. It's like that catchphrase. Exactly. Yeah, we and all learned like, how to do that. Right. We we like you're taught how to do that in like s- small business school. <laughs> exactly. And or just in high school. I feel like in high school and college, it was have a, a picture. True, and- like your thesis, have your, yeah. your abstract, <laughs> like these things of how can you prove to the people around you that you're worth their time. Their time. Literally an abstract. I remember is what it's to be like, is it worth reading further? Like you, it for good and, but also for bad. It's like, we are trained for this. And so, and she goes on, Mary Halton, she goes on and please, it's such a good listen. She goes on just to talk about how then we interpret, we, we filter our life and have all these different filters for being like, who's going to be impressed by this or what's impressive to that person? Or how can I get into this way? Or how can I do this? Or, and rarely the actions we take are just because we want to, you know, that we're Mm -hmm. not indebted to, we feel like we have to, or that it's going to get us something better than we want. And she goes on to the connections that if we believed that we all had inherent value, how many people do you think might've not gone to that college or to, to prove something to their parents or to someone around them? Or who do you think would have if they actually wanted to not to take over a family business to prove that they were whatever, you know, what other life choices could people have made if they hadn't? And that's the question that I, again, posed to our audience. She said, what do you think the world would look like if we all acted like we had inherent value. Mm. It's so true. And this ties into a really large concept I've been digging into around capitalism and the idea that there's a hierarchy of professions Mm. and there are higher paying professions like doctors for some reason are seen more as more important than sanitation workers or the people who go around and empty the trash cans in cities. And it's like, why, when did we put that into a hierarchy? When did we decide that one was more important than the other? And knowing that there is like a divine necessity for all of these different things. And there is no, it's like, if there, if we all just followed our inherent value and believed that we had inherent value, would we put so much stock in certain professions over others? And would we devalue other professions compared to others? Probably not. Cause we wouldn't be worrying. We'd, we'd be like, they're valuable. I'm valuable. We're all we valuable. Them. Exactly. They're like, we all valuable up in here. So yeah, I think enough really does go into when we're feeling like we're not enough. Or I think we can even pull this back into the macro of, oh, I didn't get enough done today. Well, it's okay. The root of that is listening to our productivity episode, which, oh yeah, that's also in the Patreon. So you can catch that there. But it's it all goes to something like, am I not loving enough? Am I not excited enough for this? It's like, what measurement? Whose measurement? It's usually something that 
truly when we ask ourselves, we're like, who's, what, what, what scale is this? Did I make this? Whose scale am I? And mm-hmm. why? And why am I still subscribing to this? Like essentially, why do I give a fuck if this is enough or what's enough? And how do I quantify that? And why? Those are the yes. tougher questions. I think that is maybe why I don't have a full definition <laughs> for redefinition for enough is I still want to do some work and be like, yeah, where, where does this pop up so much in my life? Cause it's not just mm-hmm. in one place. It's, it's, in so much. And I think it goes into what we will be talking about in our our main episode later this week, but also the whole order of be, do, have. I, this mm-hmm. keeps coming up for me where a lot of us, I think we've mentioned on the podcast before, but many people we go from or we've been trained to have this have, have something, then I'll do this and then I'll be that person. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, once I have this degree, then I'll do this really cool program and get, do this job and then I'll be a successful entrepreneur or whatever it is. Right. But really when we bring back our control of knowing that we are the creators, the co-creators with the universe and all of that goody stuff, we go back into the the spot of the driver's seat and say, actually, <laughs> we have to be the thing first. And that seems mm-hmm. harder, but honestly it becomes easier because you realize once you become something, once you, in this case, we can say once you become enough for yourself, for yourself, I say, because psst, we're all inherently enough. But once you become- and You're all, you're, you're the only one who matters. You're the only one who matters. But once, once you are being that person that knows that they're enough, that is in on that fact that they're enough, then you will do different things and you will have different things and mm. they will come to you. I can attest like easier when you're actually enacting and having those beliefs, having those routines to be that person, then doing the thing becomes actually much easier and having the stuff that you didn't even think you wanted slash needed also become like is attracted to you. But I think this one, especially with enough is, a huge one to pull apart. Absolutely. I think for me, getting down to enough is more about repositioning yourself to ask what it is you're quantifying and whose demands, needs, or expectations are you trying to fulfill. So it's like, maybe it's not that enough needs to be redefined, but maybe it's that enough needs to be looked at from a different perspective when we approach it. And I do actually have a really, I don't like, I'm like, I I might be adapting this as a new definition of enough. And it's Nathaniel Brandon, who is a Canadian American psychotherapist known for his work in psychology of self-esteem. And so he talks about enough, meaning it's the feeling that I am enough does not mean that I have nothing to learn, nothing further to achieve and nowhere to grow to. It means that I accept myself, that I am not on trial in my own eye, that I value and respect myself. This is not an act of indulgence, but of courage. Mm. And I really love that because enough is this constantly evolving, constantly changing what you're quantifying, what you're scaling, what you're comparing to and from. And it's just to check in. Are you comparing yourself to what others want from you, what others have done? Or are you going within and you are you finding your own scale and your own measurement and what you feel like is enough in this very moment? 
And are you trusting in your own personal experience right now, rather than looking from validation from somebody else's? Yeah, I writing that down. I feel like those are definitely good (laughs) questions to consider. I think what I landed on too at this, I was like, I am, therefore I am enough. Mm-hmm. I I just want to stop to be like, I am. I am. And anything that comes after that, I'm choosing to put another box around it, but I'm just going to stop and sit and appreciate that I am. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like I am means to you for our listeners? Because that is sometimes a difficult thing to grasp. Mm. It's evolving, honestly, because it it didn't mean much until with each lesson, I just a new rooted feeling from it. But for me, I am is the place I can go when I allow myself to not have to explain things. I allow myself mm. because I am analytical and I am wanting to find a word and describe everything. When I sit in the place with I am or I say it's just like I am. I am a being. I am a person. I am alive. I am here. I am present. I am in this body. Like I am. Mm. And it just recalibrates me to be like everything, every thought after that is extra. Every Mm. movement, everything else is extra, but I can at least come back to the source of I am. And so then Mm. I add to like I am. And I think that's where even in our deserving episode is like I am, therefore I am worthy. I am, Mm -hmm. therefore I am enough. I am. I'm on this earth. I'm here. So I'm enough. Mm. Yes. So like I am is a mm-hmm. simple, simple, I guess is not the right it's word. The mo- yeah. It's the most complex, <laughs> simple. Yet, simple existence. Uh, mm. I actually I want like to, that. this is, this is more on the esoteric, but I really want to end with this quote from the Sophia code. I know I've mentioned it. And when we talk about, you know, there's going to be like divinity and there's sovereignty and we talk about these things, but really at the end, truly, I feel like we, just described it as I am. Divinity and sovereignty and all of that really comes back to me being like, I am a person. I am deserving. I am worthy. I am enough. But in this quote, I just love it because it says, your innocent nature knows the omniscient totality of your divinity beyond all reasoning and qualification for it. Within that, I was just like, Especially if anybody else is doing inner child healing and be like, hey, it's like that innocent child, your little innocent you without all of the layers of this world has always known how incredibly divine and so enough. Like they laugh at us trying to measure like, bitch, of course she's enough. Like she's on this earth. She's alive in 2020. She's enough, you know? Mm -hmm. And it says beyond all reasoning and qualification. What were we talking about with the enough? There's no qualification and even reasoning. Even if you wanted to try to reason to be like, how am I enough? It's like, bitch, it's get over it. You are. You are. Your innocent nature has always known this. accepting that innocent nature. Hatch up. Exactly. Mm. So we will end with that. But oh, thank you all so much for being on the other end of this conversation. This felt so incredible and clearing and we would love to hear how this hit you all as well yes what is your old definition of enough what is your new definition of enough are you still like me and you're like what the fuck (laughs) or me further. i'm gonna come up with a new definition maybe in three weeks and be like yes aha aha 
I found it. Yes. So please share with us again. We have our Gmail for your conscious consideration at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at for your conscious consideration. And thank you all so much for being patrons. We love you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of this discussion and this container. Honestly, it feels so magical to be able to have this place that we can just come and word vomit all of this out and find clarity within it. Yeah. We, we hope you find, we hope you're finding some nuggets within it. It's not just word vomit, but it's soul vomit. That's what it, it's like. Soul cleansing. Mm, soul vomit. vomit. It's soul vomit. I love that. It's soul vomit. It's purging. It's soul purging in Scorpio season. Okay. We love you all so much. Have a beautiful rest of your week, wherever this and whenever this finds you. And we love you. Mwah. Bye y'all.